Hello, beautiful souls. Before we begin, I just want to share a few freebies with you. First, if you subscribe on my website, your name and contact info will be put in a jar that I pray on every morning. The angels also have me pick a few people from that jar every week to text personalized angel messages to. That could be you. All you have to do is subscribe on my website. Also, you could win a free session with me if you write a positive review of this podcast on iTunes. After you post a glowing positive review on iTunes, just email me with your name, contact info, and review, and you'll be entered into a monthly drawing to win a free session. For details on all of this, visit my website, www.jancis.com. That's spelled J-A-N-C-I-U-S.com. You're listening to Angels and Awakening, where we believe daily life can be lived from a constant state of love, joy, peace, bliss, ease, and grace. Why are people always searching for a better way to live? Because there is one. Life doesn't have to be stress-filled and anxiety-ridden. You can make lasting changes that lead to a life you love. My name's Julie Jancis. I have the gift of connecting with angels and bringing through their healing, positive messages to my clients every day. Join us on the Angels and Awakening podcast each week as we explore big spiritual questions, interview experts, and bring through angel messages. I'm so excited you're here. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to our Friday podcast. We are here with Bonnie Shalingo. She is a family friend that I have known all my life, and she has this beautiful, beautiful story about her loved ones coming through to her from the other side. And I just had to have her on today to tell you about her story because you're just going to have goosebumps. That's all I can say. You are going to have goosebumps hearing about how her team, her spirits have come through to her. So Bonnie, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about your loved ones. And uh, I know the numbers tie into all of this. So you have to tell us about the numbers. Thank you so much, Julie, for having me on. I'm really excited about this because um I've told this story to many people, and uh, it does. It gives goosebumps to me every time I retell it. So um, my husband passed away on January 4th of 2010, and um, he loved baseball. It was his biggest passion, and his number of his jersey was number 32. So um, he spent most of his free time playing baseball when he wasn't home or working, but I can remember it was his birthday, I think, of 2012. And my daughter and I decided we were going to go out to his favorite sushi restaurant and have sushi in honor of Tony's birthday. And as we were eating the sushi, I said to my daughter, Jamie, do you think dad is here? And she said, I don't know, mom. I, I think he might be. I said, yeah, I think he might be too. I think he follows us a lot. So we had just finished eating our sushi and the bill came. Being that it's number 32, I looked at the bill and I'm ready to sign after the credit card. And I looked down and it's the amount is $32.32. So she and I looked at each other and like, whoa, he really is here. So 
we were so excited because once you connect with your loved one, when they pass, there's so many times that you can see these little things that happen, especially when you kind of, you kind of understand, okay, when I see number 32, Tony, I know it's you. And you talk to him all the time. When 32 comes around, it's you, Tone. Also, I see that with his birthday, which is May 13th. And I see that also with my birthday, which is August 21st. But number 32 seems to be the one that I, I hear from him most on. So I'll jump to another 32 story, if you'd like to know. Um, and that is actually just happened. Um, well, let me back up. I decided after Tony passed, uh, a couple of years went by that I was going to start dating. So I dated this guy that turned out to be not telling me the truth about his current situation. And we had just left the restaurant and I had found out that the man was not single. So we're in the car and I'm going, gee, I wish I would have known this before I went to dinner with you. And all of a sudden a car cuts us off right in front of us. And I look at the license plate and the license plate says, pitcher 32. My husband was a baseball pitcher and it says pitcher 32. I guess. Oh my gosh. Can you believe it, Julie? This is no, I can't believe it at all. Okay. Keep going. So, So I turned to the date and I looked at him and I kind of screamed and he goes, what's the matter? I go, it's my husband in front of us telling me that I shouldn't be on this date with you. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, to see, see number 32, but see the name, the word picture in front of it, that this isn't coincidental. That was definitely a sign of Tony. And so that's another 32 uh, siding with my husband. And I'll give you another one. This happened uh, this year, this past year. Um, it, my son, Tony, uh, graduated uh, with an advanced degree from DePaul University in Chicago, and he, we were going to his commencement for it. And I'm walking through to get my ticket for my seat, and I'm with my sister and my daughter. My son is already, he's up with the graduates. And I look at them, and I said, do you think Tony's at this graduation? And of course, they said, oh, probably, probably. So I get to get my ticket. They give me the ticket to where I'm sit- I'm going to seat. They give me the ticket. It's number 32. So I'm also seating in number eight, number 32 was my seat. Again, another, not another coincidence. So that happened in May of this past year of 2018. August of 2018, my sister and I go to a Cubs game. Now, you have to know something about my husband, the baseball player. He was not a Cubs fan. He was a White Sox fan. So playing the Cubs was, you know, he, he, wasn't, he was okay with them, but his love was the White Sox. If it was the White Sox and the Cubs playing each other, it's definitely um, the White Sox he's rooting for. Well, this day, it's the Cubs playing the Cincinnati Reds. So my sister and I get our seats. And again, I say to her, Sue, do you think Tony is at this game? She said, well, Bon, the way that he shows himself to you, I'm sure he's at this game. So they're announcing the pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds. And they announce his name, number 32. So my husband was on the mound pitching against the Cubs. (laughs) 
<laughs> which I'm sure he loved. I'm sure he loved. So those are those are the 32s that I can remember. Julie, I think there's a few more, but these are the ones that really stick out in my mind. So he shows himself to me all the time with his his baseball number. Bonnie, that is absolutely incredible. I mean, not just to have this happen once or twice, but over and over and over again. I just can't believe it. How do you, because I think there are people out there who say, well, I don't see signs. I don't see signs from my loved ones, but I got to tell you in all of my sessions, spirit comes through and they are always saying, I am showing them signs. They're just not seeing it. They're just not hearing it. They're just not looking. And I just want to know from you, Bonnie, how did you see it? How did you hear it? How were you able to connect like that? Well, Julie, when Tony died, um, the loss is so great and you really kind of, I really quickly wanted to establish some way of communicating with him. So I used his jersey number and I actually talked to him and I said, Tone, when I see number 32, I know it's going to, I know you're around. I know that's way of you telling me that you're here with me, that your angels are here. You are here. Your spirit is here. So I established number 32 kind of quickly because when he passed, I, I never stopped talking to him. I, I talked to him to this day. I talked to him. I talked to him all the time. So um, I think what people need to do is talk to their loved one and kind of communicate a way that they will know when that person on the other side wants to communicate with them. That's awesome. Bonnie, you um, are somebody that I know so well in my life, and I don't know if I would feel comfortable asking everybody else this question, but um, I think that you would understand the importance of getting this information to other people who are listening. So I'm just wondering, I mean, you lost somebody so young who was so close to you, and I know that it was just absolutely devastating on every single level, but you found peace in your heart and you found the ability to go on, which not everybody is able to do. I have a lot of clients who, um, I mean, it just, it makes me want to cry. It it just breaks my heart. They, they lose somebody and then it's almost as if life stops and they're really not able to, to continue. And, And this isn't just for one year or two years. This is for a very long time. So I'm just wondering if you would be able to share with our listeners just how you were able to find some bit of peace in your life, um, after his passing. Yes, Julie, I'd, I'd be happy to answer that question. I've always had a very strong faith in God and my, uh, love of God and knowing that God loves me. And I've always had a very deep spiritual connection to knowing that the afterlife is, if I like to, to explain it, I think it's just a membrane away. So I, I think that they're so close to us that when someone dies, um, the grief can be enormous. And I had so much grief, Julie. It was a sudden death. There was no preparation for it. One day he was here, one day he was gone. So what I decided to do, because boy, you do feel like you want to stop living. What I decided to do is to really emerge myself and dive in to support groups 
And I did one through um, my local hospital, uh, which has a, it's a Christian-based hospital. And they had a grief group for uh, people whose spouses have died, specifically for the death of a spouse. And I decided that I was going to go into this. I was going to go every time that they met, which was every Monday night. And I was going to go and nothing was going to stop me because my grief was overwhelming and I really didn't feel like going on. So I went to this grief group. I ended up staying there for a year and a half. Took me a year and a half before I could, as I put it, graduate. And can I tell you, this was so helpful to me because what it did, it put me, and there were sometimes there were 25 people there. Sometimes there were 50 people there and we'd sit in a group and we'd, we'd be in a big circle and I would hear and we would share stories about our grief. And then we would pray and then we would have um, decide afterwards as a group to go out for coffee. So I had this new group of support people that were all brand new. I didn't know any of these people before this happened. And it was getting into this group, seeing that other people are also going through the same thing I'm going through. And here I'm going thinking nobody's going to have a worse story than me. No one, no one. My story is going to be the topper. Oh, boy, my story was not the topper. There were people that had experienced greater depths of a spouse than that I thought mine was. So uh, it took me 18 months and it was the best thing to do. And I would tell your listeners that if they're not in a support group and they're not in a grief group, I, I would certainly look into one and um, they're all over and find one. The one I had was from actually Hinsdale hospital where I live. And um, they can direct you to that. If that would be someplace that I would really suggest you would want to start. Bonnie, thank you so, so much for taking the time to be on the show today and for all of your um, beautiful stories and for your supportive messages to our listeners. I just can't tell you how much I appreciate your time in coming on today. Oh, thank you, Julie. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Of course, of course. Well, thank you everybody for listening today. I hope you have a beautiful and blessed, blessed weekend. If you have any questions, please email me. If you have any stories about angels, about loved ones, and how they have come into your life, shown their presence in your life, um, really helped you in your life, I would love to hear those stories. I'm sure our listeners would love to hear those stories. And and we would just love to feature them on here. So if you're willing to come on the show or have me read your story on the show, uh, please get a hold of me. My um, website is www.jancis.com. That's spelled J-A-N-C-I-U-S.com. Or you can just email me at juliejancis at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody. Have a great, blessed weekend and look out for all of those blessings that Spirit is bringing into your life right now. Okay, Bonnie, you there? Oh, yeah, I am, Julie. Thanks. Yay! Oh my gosh, so you know fun. <laughs> I've got something to send you. I um, have a photo that was taken of the very first, and the first year anniversary of Tony's death. I don't know if I told you this at no. one of uh, Teresa's no. meetings. Okay, so I... I was on a boat. 
I'm a boat on a boat in um, in Hawaii, out in the ocean. And first of all, the the captain of the boat, uh, as he as I'm getting on the boat, his name was Tony. So that's the first wow. one. So he's captain of this boat. Um, he takes us way out to where I'm going to throw Tony's part of Tony's ashes over. And as I'm throwing the ashes over in this particular spot, um, one of my friends that was with me on this trip took a camera shot. He developed it and he brought it to me. He goes, Bon, you won't believe what this, what you're going to see. Julie, there is an angel in this picture just hovering, hovering over where I threw his ashes. I have to send you this photo. Oh my gosh. Yes, you will see. Do you want to say that on the podcast? (laughs) Or do you want (laughs) to just, or should I, um, or should I just, can I show it on um, Instagram? Okay. Okay. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to send it to your uh, email. Yeah. um, Yeah. Send it to your email. And it's, okay. it's in Hawaii, and it's in the middle of the ocean, and um, it, it is definitely an angel in the air. You will see the same Wow. Thing. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I'm dying yes. to see this picture. You have to send it to me. Yes. And then, and so this, of course, we didn't know this until after we got home, and this was developed because this was taken with a very high-end camera. So it wasn't an iPhone camera, which is good today, but in 2011, this was a high-end camera that he had brought. So it's, it's very accurate. You, you can see an angel. But as, wow. I'm get, wow. as I'm getting off the ship, my phone rings, and it's Caleb Radio. They're calling me because I had been in contact, contact with them that year, and they wanted to pray for me on the anniversary of his death. <gasps> so I said, okay. So they prayed with me on the anniversary of his death, and when I thanked them, I go, thank you so much. And I said, what was your name again? He goes, my name is Tony. Oh, um, yeah. Oh this was, my gosh. I feel that so much in my heart. Yeah. Wow. It was, yeah. If you, if you don't, if you don't believe in spirits and you don't believe in, in the afterlife and it's a good place, you have to listen to my story because, oh, it is. I, I mean, he's, he's around us all the time. Yeah, all for time. sure. Um, especially on big dates on big dates he's around especially on big dates that's amazing that's amazing you know um oh gosh what did I say to tell you oh I just picked up Billy Graham's book um all about angels oh on angels yes I have it oh yes I have that book yeah oh my gosh wonderful book well what I was fascinated about I mean Billy Graham when you talk about Christian he's kind of like the the king of all Christians, right? I mean, yes, he just, he's, he's the icon. He's totally, the icon sure. totally. But you know how people, how some Christians can go about, they're not sure about the angel part. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yes, my gosh. Really well, spirit, yeah. spirit said, this is the book you need. They kept saying, cause I kept seeing it pop up on Amazon. I'm like, what is this? And it's an old book. I mean, it was published in 1975. Yes. So I'm reading yes, this book. book. I know. And when, when Billy Graham talks about angels, he's not just talking about angel angels with wings and halos. He is talking about loved ones coming through. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and which is so fascinating to me because the biggest thing that I run up into is, I mean, and you know how, how religious uh, my upbringing was. 
and how much my faith has always been there. Um, but the biggest thing that I run up against is people saying, oh, well, the Bible says that that would never happen again. You know, like that was just in the olden yeah. times. That's not yeah. for today. That doesn't happen anymore. And the Bible says that. But Billy Graham, of all people, goes into, yes, it does. It happens yes. all the time. Right. And that's, what, that's what's so wonderful about Billy Graham is that people think that he was this uh, so biblical to where he, he wouldn't have thought that, that a loved one would come back as an angel, you know. And when you read this old book on, on this book from the 70s on his angels, it's like, wow, this guy had, he was such a faithful man. Oh, my God. He was so, so faithful. 100%. Oh, I know. It's incredible. 100%. Mm-hmm. It was, he was amazing and, and lived a long life because I think he, he had so much to do. God, God said, we're keeping you here a long time. Yeah. You have well, a lot. Because- you have a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah, because he was actually doing it. I mean, so many people, they they hear the calling, they hear the desires in their heart, but then they just don't take the steps. And it is the people who are who are following the steps, who are following the breadcrumbs that God gives them. Um, because God doesn't give you more unless you start with the first piece that he gives you, right? So yeah. if you don't follow it, you're not going to get more. Right. You're just right. Right. Yeah. But but Billy Graham was the one who who followed. And his family was they weren't all perfect. His kids got in trouble. I I believe somebody got in big trouble. I can't remember. I know his daughter has written a book, but somebody was had broken away. And you know how they handled it? They just gave the kid more love. Yeah. They gave him more love. Oh, that's beautiful. It's like. Yeah, they just, they gave him more love and he eventually came around. Yeah, it's, he, his, his whole thing was love. His whole thing was love. Yeah. And, you know, how God loves us so much. Well, and that's it. And how that's, we, that's all that there really is. It is, it's all love. It is all love. Because, you know, because you know what it feels like when you don't have love. Mm-hmm. And people always think that the opposite of love is hate, but the opposite of love is fear. Yeah. When you don't have love, you're so fearful. You're oh. so afraid. And there's a vibration yeah. to that. We all know the vibration of fear and how um, it will linger with us if we don't concentrate on the love. Because it's really only by staying in the light, staying in the love that you get more of that. You can't dabble with the fear stuff. You just got to stay in the light and the love. Yes. Yeah. Light and the love. That that's what I always tell everybody. I said, you know, people that say, oh, I, I can't, I can't live the the spiritual Christian life. I can't do it. I can't. It's it's too hard. I'm going. Mm, it's really not that hard. There's really only two things that God asks us to do, and that's well, three things really. There's love Him, number one. Love everyone else, number two. Just like you love God. And number three, which I think is the hardest, is forgiveness. Forgiveness is probably the hardest, but the other two are to love. And once you know how lo- how easy it is when you love, you you love more because mm. it's really when you forgive, you love. You know, I, there's a lot of things that you I can be angry with. I could be angry with Tony once I forgave him, and it took a while. Once I really forgave him, I was able 
to really love a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because totally. forgiving is, is the tough part. Once yeah. you forgive somebody, you know, like you get in an argument. Once you forgive somebody for arguing, oh gosh, it feels so good. It you does. Oh, and I feel good. like forgiveness, I feel like forgiveness is such an easy thing to say, yeah, I would forgive, yeah, I would forgive, but we all haven't been tested in the same way with it. And I just hope that, you know, uh, we are are all going to have to come up against that some way in our lives. And I think that you're just such uh, an amazing role model because of the way that you were able to just handle everything in your life with just such grace and yeah, just grace. Well, thanks, Jules. It's been, it's been, there's been a, been a lot of tough days. Yeah. A lot of tough days, but I'm, I'm still here. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah. and you know days there are good days there's bad days but you know I know that uh I know that my angels are around me all the time I meant to tell you this I don't know if you know anything with the numbers but I when Tony died the first four months every single day morning I would wake up at 444 444 kept looking at this number oh my goodness it's 444 why is why am I waking up at 444 or why can't I go to sleep until I look at the clock it's 444 and I looked at this number and according to the the spirits this number is um you're on the right path and the angels are now directing you your angels are all around you with number 444 that that's kind of how yeah yeah So the angel numbers are something that I really started to see after my dad passed away. And um, I saw it the entire next year and I've continued seeing it since. I saw 44s, but it started with 11. The 11 means spiritually, yeah, yeah, it means awakening. And that was what was happening. Yes, I've seen 11 too. I saw 11 after, um, I saw 11s a lot when I started dating. I would see 11s all the time, 11, 11, 1, 1, 11, 11, 11. Oh, I saw it a lot. Yeah. Um, but I don't date anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to, I, I, I'm not looking for anybody, Jules. If somebody wants to find me, they know where, I mean, it'll come to me. I'm not yeah. looking anymore. I, I have too many other things I need to do yeah. in my life. And, and um, if, a, if God wants me to have a man in my life, he'll send him to me. That's yeah. how I look at it. I I think, well, I've got another woman coming on the show um, March 19th, and um, her name's Kay Ack, and she's just this phenomenal author who wrote this book called Divorce, The Love Story, and we talk a lot in it, not about divorce so much, but about marriage in general and relationships and partnerships and just how much the institution is going to change because it's structurally it hasn't always allowed us to use our voice. And so there's a lot happening right now with relationships, I would say, energetically. Oh, I, I agree with you with a lot happening to relationships. Uh, the relationships of people that I know, um, they're, for some reason, I don't know if it's uh, the times, but I, I feel a lot of people are just not happy. Yeah. In their relationships, even though they think they're happy, uh, not happy. Mm-mm. And I don't know if it's if it's, uh, you know, this climate of this of the social world we live in. Um, 
know, you should be, this is. What I've gone into with spirit and just working with so many different people is that what's happening right now is that the institution of marriage is at the beginning of a major shift. And it's not about being against marriage. It's not about um, there not being any marriage in the future. It's about setting up the institution so that you're able to get out of it if there is a natural arc to the relationship. Because right now you can't. You can't just get out. I mean, we're so tied financially together. And correct. That's yeah. correct. You can't. You can't get out. It's. It, it. They stay in because it's. Maybe it's worse if they try to get out. Yeah. But they stay in, and and they they're just not happy the way it is. But they don't know how to fix it, or they don't know why it's going bad. Well, um, and, and I guess probably a lot of the people that you're talking to are women, and a lot of the women that I'm talking to are are coming into this too, where the the second really half to this is opening up our throat chakra because so much of this is us not using our voice on an individual level pretty much our entire life. I mean, you know, we were shushed as little girls. We were told, you know, what we should do as adults. So we went in that direction. And there really wasn't a lot of freedom within ourselves to use our voice, to use our opinions, to go in the direction that we point. wanted to. Yeah. I, so I, uh, Yeah, that's a great point. You're right about that. Yeah. Women so, have a much bigger voice, but they never had a voice. You're right. Yeah. And, um, and so what's happening on the individual level is we have to do the work and put in the work of finding our voice, finding out what our feelings and our needs are going more deeply and then acting on it and building the life that we want to have. Um, and part of that's really scary. Oh yeah. Oh, very scary. Yeah. Even to assert yourself in situations that you, you thought you maybe should never assert yourself at, but now you're going to assert yourself and you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Agreed. Yeah. Bonnie, I love you so much. <laughs> I love you too, Jules. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, keep in touch. And um, if you know anybody else who's got good angel stories, I am still looking for more to have on here. Oh, I might be sending you a widow friend of mine. Oh, sure. We'll see what happens. I will pass the word. Oh, thank you so much. Okay. Well, thank you again for being on. I love you. And um, love you too, Julie. talk soon. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. My dear friends, you don't know what an incredible, huge, huge, huge blessing it is to this podcast when you write a glowing, positive review for us. It truly helps us get the best experts on the show. I know this might sound a little complex, but if you send me an email after you post a glowing, positive review here, I will put your name into a monthly drawing to win a free 30-minute angel message session with me, and it may just be broadcast on this show at a later date. Your name will be kept in the drawing every month until you win. When you email me, don't forget to include your name, contact information, and positive review. I hope you win! Tune in for a new episode next week where I'll share tools and guidance that can help you fall in love with your life and start living it from a place of peace, bliss, and ease. Thank you so much for listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast.
Until next time, know in your heart just how deeply you're loved on the other side and open up your heart to all of the random, unexpected blessings that your angels and your spirit team are trying to bring into your life right now. Disclaimer, this podcast provides general information and discussion about energy healing, spiritual topics, and related subjects. The conversations and other content provided in this podcast and in any linked materials are not intended and should not be construed as medical, psychological, and or professional advice. If the listener or any other person has a medical concern, he or she should consult with an appropriately licensed physician or other healthcare professional. Never make any medical or health-related decision based in whole or even in part on anything contained in the Angels and Awakening podcast or in any of our linked materials. You should not rely on any information contained in this podcast and related materials in making medical, health-related, or other decisions. You should consult a licensed physician or appropriately credentialed healthcare worker in your community in all matters relating to your health. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. Again, angel messages, energy healing, and the information you receive here does not constitute legal, psychological, medical, business, relationship, or financial advice. Do not take any of the advice given in any Angels and Awakening podcasts or sessions in lieu of medical, psychological, legal, financial, or general professional advice. Please note, Angels and Awakening is a podcast produced by Chicago Energy Healing, a company with locations in Wheaton and Naperville, Illinois.